In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God. We've had some joyous days. We've been preparing for the Feast of the Nativity, and we have just celebrated that feast. The commemoration of the incarnation of the Word. The commemoration of the love of God. The commemoration of His coming into the world. Not only to bless us, but to change and transform us. Not only to be with us on a journey, but to provide the footsteps that we ourselves would walk in. He became flesh. He became humankind, like us in our form, still being God, but to show us how to live. And so we are in a more privileged position than even St. John the Baptist himself. St. John the Baptist was still in the Old Testament. He was still living on hopes and dreams, the coming of the Messiah and the salvation of the world. He was still living on symbols and types. And yet, he was faithful. When he was called to be a witness to the light, he was a witness to the light. How much more so for us now? We who are living in this New Testament, who have seen and know the light of the world, we are no longer living in darkness in the shadow of death, but we are living in the promise, the realized promise of the incarnation of the Word in our Savior. He's come. He is here. He is with us. He is real. And so when we are also asked to be witnesses of that light, we must do all we can to do so faithfully. Now, please don't get me wrong. To be a witness to the light does not mean to understand everything. I mean, if I waited to understand everything, to respond to a calling to priesthood, I wouldn't be here, and I would never be here. If St. John the Baptist had waited to understand everything, to respond to the calling of being the forerunner, he would not have taken up that calling nor, in fact, been the one who proclaimed the presence of the Lord amongst the people. So to be a witness to the light does not mean that we need to understand everything about the light. We need to understand three things. We need to understand, first and foremost, that we are the beloved creation of a loving God who created us for no other reason but his love. He knew we were going to be problematic. He knew we would fall. He knew we would be broken, and yet, he still created us out of his love. Those of you who have children will understand this very well. They're not always, and we're all children here, so I'm not implying anyone in particular, they are not always a bundle of joy. They are, nor are they always the apple of your eye. Sometimes we are very trying. Sometimes we are very difficult. 
And yet, for the parents here, and I'm sure for most parents, they would not rethink not having the children because of the love that they have for them. And so likewise, God knew we were going to be difficult. He didn't have to deal with two or three stroppy teenagers at a time at home. He had to deal with the whole of humanity across all generations to the end of time. And yet he still created us. And in his image and his likeness. The second thing we need to remember is that when we fell, he did not abandon us. And in the fullness of time, he came and took flesh and dwelt among us here to give us hope and reassurance. He wasn't just cheering us on from the stands. He was actually with us along our journey. It's easy to cheer someone from a distance. You know, we all do it on Sunday afternoon football, after liturgy, of course. When we all become experts, everyone is there telling the player how they should play and where they should go. From different vantage points and cameras, from the comfort of an armchair. God didn't do that. Although he had the vantage point of all humankind, across generations and across time. And yet he didn't just manage us from a distance from the comfort of his kingdom. He came into our world where it is difficult, where there is abandonment, where there is resentment, where there is pain, where there is frustration, where there are so many things we go through and he went through them all the frustration of having people who didn't understand, the injustice of being persecuted by people who didn't understand, the betrayal of those closest to him because they didn't understand, crucifixion at the hands of those who didn't understand. And yet, he came here to show us that we will all pass through various manifestations of those. I pray that none of us pass us through all of them because he alone was able to because of who he was. And yet we will pass through those manifestations. We will be disappointed. We will be betrayed. We will be hurt. We will pass through all of those things. And yet his love is greater and overcomes all of those things. This is why we celebrate not only his death and resurrection, but his life. Because in his life, we see the example of we, what we ourselves will live and how we ourselves shall overcome in and through him. And the third point we need to remember is that he shall never, ever abandon us. He didn't just come for a period of three years and then leave us he came for those three years of ministry, showed us all the examples, blessed us, transformed us, reconciled us, but then in himself left his sacraments that we would continue to live that life 
of oneness with him. We're not alone. We're not abandoned. Even in our darkest times, in our most trying times, even with the greatest disappointments and betrayals and pains, he is there. And he is our strength. And he is our song. He is not just a manifestation of hope anymore. He is hope itself. He is life itself. He is the light that we see and we follow. So today, as we share in this wonderful commemoration of the nativity of our Lord, in the incarnation of the Word, we remember that before we were, His love was. And that before we ever transgressed, His plan of redemption was. And until the time when we are to be reconciled and reunited with Him, His love and His hope and His presence will always be. That we never feel alone, that we never feel abandoned, and that we never feel that we are beyond the love of God, nor His salvation, nor the life that He promises us. And glory be to God forever.